0: You're listening to Staying in the Game, a Plum Dragon Herbs podcast, where we have conversations about mindset and techniques for staying at the top of your game. I'm your host, Janelle Leatherwood. Thanks for coming on our show today, Jason. I want to introduce you to our guest today. So Jason Malik is a chief instructor at Texas Wing Chun. He is a former boxer and wrestler and cross trains with other styles of martial arts to be able to effectively apply his Wing Chun in any given situation and against any kind of attack. Aside from being certified to teach Wing Chun, Jason is also certified to teach Jeet Kune Do, and he is a bladesmith specializing in custom knives and edged weapons for combat and self-defense. And you've also done some stunt coordination and fight scene choreography for some independent action films. And I liked reading how you're also a recording artist, producer, and an audio engineer signed with Mo Thug's Records. Is there anything else you'd want to add to that?
1: Uh, That's that's pretty much me in a nutshell.
0: All right. Well, that's a a lot of stuff on that resume there. <laughs> so, and it, you've led some um, other organizations as well. The Trinity thing.
1: Yes, Wing Chun Trinity is an a, a organization that we some people got together to um, kind of standardize competitions within Wing Chun across the lineages, different practitioners across the world and uh, different countries. That have the organization presence there, you know, have uh, competitions, fighters ranked, and just just kind of a way to promote the art.
0: Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um. What? What is your schedule currently like right now with COVID? Are you guys in classes now teaching? You're in Texas, so maybe it's a little less stringent there.
1: Um. It's it's been crazy. Um, the teaching lately has has really been to a minimum. Uh, I got a handful of select people that I teach um, small groups and parks and things like that. We haven't really just opened back up full blown. Okay. Teaching yet?
0: Yeah, it's just crazy. I can't imagine how it's hit you guys.
1: Uh, it's, well, I mean, it was pretty bad here. I mean, everybody walks around like, you know, nothing's going on, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really pretty bad out here. So, yeah. um, I got a lot of people I got to keep safe. So I, I don't want to take no chances.
0: Right. Right. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about, um, how you got involved with Wing Chun. So if you could just take us for a little journey on what it was in your early life that drew you to Wing Chun and how it has helped face your current challenges in life. And, you know, I understand that you've faced many unexpected hardships in your adult life.
1: Yeah, well, early on, um, I was fairly certain I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle when I grew up. <laughs> um, I went through uh, my early teenage years, went through my my uh, my Bruce Lee phase, and that's kind of what... Uh, that's, that's kind of what put me on that path, uh, finding Wing Chun and, and JKD, um, was because of Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, my my daddy was a boxer, so I started boxing. I got recruited on the wrestling team after I got into a fight in school. But I was, I was always the little guy. I was always smaller than everybody else. And just finding out about how Wing Chun works, kind of, I felt like it would give me an advantage, so uh it just you know it appealed to me Mm -hmm. so i just kind of i kind of went that route
0: yeah and and so primarily you learn it for self-defense correct uh yes and it's totally different than going in a ring and dancing around and boxing or whatever you're you're there and you're there to fight
1: seriously absolutely Um, i'm all for competition you know type settings and 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 sparring and, and you know things of that nature but, I mean, at its core, that's not what I trained to do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's good to have that aspect of it because it does make you a better fighter. And the experience uh, that you get from that is, is uh, you know, second to none. But you got to train for, you know, real situations.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, I like this quote on your instructor website where it says, I'm a firm believer that in order to learn to deal with an incoming punch, you first need an incoming punch.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (sighs) Exactly. Um, I guess because I've, uh, because I've done kind of the sport combatives, uh, you know, I did the boxing, the wrestling, you know, just MMA, that kind of stuff. Uh, My approach to training is uh, like you would train a fighter. I mean, You know, the no, you know, no really disrespect to anybody else. But, you know, you get the guys that go in and they got the the Tai Chi music playing in the background and they're so pajamas and they're, you know, doing their forms. And, you know, it's really there's no application to it. That's to me. I I, I just I don't know. That's not my thing. I'd rather train to actually deal with an attacker. I don't care how pretty your forms are. Uh, I want to know, can you fight?
0: Mhm, and so what let's talk about some of the guiding principles of Wing Chun that have helped you to fight um even through like some of your life challenges- What are some of those guiding principles that have helped you through adversity
1: The main one um and I think I probably quoted this on my site too or in in another interview is uh my my seeing seafood Mike Chilton. Uh, he made the comment that uh, we are discussing techniques and he said, you know, the techniques really don't fail. If, if at any point something failed, it's nine times out of 10, my lack of forward intent. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the, the, the universal application, uh, how you approach things in your life how you approach situations is you got to maintain that forward intent. You got to, you got to hit a head on and deal with it, uh, even when it's unpleasant. And that's really, uh, that's really a life lesson. Usually when something's going wrong, it's, uh, you know, you've lost your fight. You've lost your, your intent to go through it and you, you let it defeat you.
0: Right. Are there any specific examples that you could share of how you've applied that principle in your life?
1: Um, one, one very major thing I went through a few years ago was, uh, uh, was one of my children's mother. Uh, we went on very good terms, and she, she kidnapped him and took off with him, and I went a very long time without being able to see him or or know where he was, or was he okay, and it just, uh, you know, if if, if you're a parent, you understand that kind of, what that can kind of do to you, and, but, you know, a lot of people just, it's overwhelming, but, you know, just, I had to, one day at a time, I had to keep fighting, I had to to keep going, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and it it was a struggle, but, you know, now he's in here in bed to sleep right now, and it's, you know, it paid off.
0: Yeah. So, just having that forward motion all the time and what about the principle of sticking
1: yes yes so um, sticking is about control so the forward intent is is more than just charging blindly um, your forward intent is 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 you you wanting to drive the opponent or the obstacle but Sticking is the control. So when you make contact with that set opponent or situation, the goal is to control it and nullify its attack and advantage position to neutralize it. Mm -hmm.
0: What other principles would you say have influenced you? And what, what are some of the favorite ones that you teach to your students?
1: I, I teach them that uh, Wing Chun is a switch. It's either on or it's off. There's uh, a Wing Chun saying that says, fight with no mercy. With mercy, don't fight. So um, part of the training is uh, it's, it's, it's the mental aspect of it. The, the physical aspect is you train yourself uh you're developing responses. So you're, you're basically reprogramming your nervous system to respond differently. To, and, uh, but a, a large part of that is the mental aspect of it. You have to know that if something happens and you engage it, you're all in, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, it's just, boxers are getting the ring sometimes. I mean, you'll see on the some of them, like Mike Tyson, when he goes in there, you get in the ring with Mike Tyson, you know that Mike Tyson's trying to knock your head off. It's all there is to it. He's he's going to plow through you. So you either, <laughs> you either going all in or you don't have any business being there.
0: Yeah, so you're fully committed to what needs to be done.
1: Yeah, the, you get hurt trying to save the other person that's trying to hurt you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if, if somebody's attacking you, uh, you, you can't be concerned with, well, oh, I don't really want to hurt this person. If they're posing a threat and it's a the occasion, then you have to do what you have to do so, so you can get out of there safe.
0: Right, right. Uh, another principle that I um, like that you guys have listed on your website is don't be greedy, don't be afraid. Can you cover that one?
1: Yeah, so that's, that's kind of a, a, a multifaceted Uh, multifaceted. For the for the main part, um, uh, part of it applies to body structure. Uh, with your your center of balance to not be leaning forward and not be leaning back, so you can maintain your structure. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of a lot of the uh, uh, a lot of what we do is manipulate your opponent's structure. So if you are leaning into me, I can exploit that. Or if I feel you leaning back, I can exploit that to take you off balance. But the other side of that is, um, don't be greedy. Don't be afraid means don't just go in gung ho and, you know, too cocky, and arrogant and Mm -hmm. make mistakes. Don't, don't be greedy. And then don't be afraid means if you can't, don't be on the defensive. You don't want to be on the defensive. You don't want to be, you don't want to lose that forward intent.
0: Right. So there's a physical aspect of that and a mindset aspect of that saying, don't be greedy. Don't be afraid. Correct. Yeah. And then, um, how would you say that relaxation plays into wingsung?
1: It is a, a very core concept that makes it all work. It's it's absolutely crucial in order to make it function properly. Um, and it took me being that I came from a lot of aggressive, harder styles, you know, boxing, wrestling. It took the you know I was weightlifting, bodybuilding, that kind of stuff. I was a powerlifter. Like it took a lot for me to get the whole relaxation thing down. Mm-hmm. Because I just wanted to bulldoze into everything, and what you do when you when you, when you rely on your physical strength is you are limited by it. So it it works for me if I can overpower you, but if you're stronger than me, I'm at a disadvantage. So you have to learn to relax and develop the sensitivity to be able to read your opponent's pressure and respond accordingly. Um, not overexert energy that you don't have to to be able to react quicker, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a crucial role in making everything glue together.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what if you're having trouble, um, relaxing and focusing, do you have any special techniques you do to help you focus on keeping like a cool head?
1: So, so the, the mental aspect of it, which is the cool head part and also the physical part of it, which is, Actual, you know, relaxation to you know develop the impulse control that you need, both comes from just training and repetition, and you like you have to actually deal with real non-compliant pressure. Uh, it's not something that you're going to get from doing choreographed drills.
0: Mm-hmm. So let's talk about how to control the exchange next. If you want to talk about that,
1: so. One of the things, uh, one of one of the, the core ideologies that we teach is, um, well, we'll say there's no blocks in Wing Chun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everything is an attack, and everything intercepts. So there's no static blocks. There's no purely defensive movements. If your attacker, if someone attacks you and you are responding defensively to their movements, they are in control of the exchange you're 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 following their lead and you're already two steps behind them and that's a bad place to be in a real altercation so what we want to do is take the lead from them and make them respond to us um so if if you're a boxer i'm not going to stand there and dance around and let you punch me if you're uh you know taekwondo guy or something you do kicks I'm not going to want to dance around in your kicking range and let you play with me. I need to get in close so I can make contact and stick to you. And then I will control the exchange.
0: Right. Do you think that's easy for a lot of your students to do? Or do you feel like they make some basic mistakes? Like what are What are some of those most common mistakes that you see your students making when it comes to that?
1: Um, yeah, you know, everybody makes mistakes, especially in the beginning. It's, it's, a, it's a process that you have to, it comes from experience, which is, is why I'm so adamant about actual sparring. Because the, the most dangerous part of a physical altercation, whether it's a, 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 you know, a bar fight, somebody's trying to rob you in the parking lot, whatever the case may be, the initial contact, the initial attack, that's the most dangerous part. That's where fights are won or lost. Whoever can catch you off guard and land that first punch. So you have to be ready. You have to be ready to go in and intercept that. And it, I mean, it's basically like, uh, you're, you know, you're charging into battle. So you have to, you have to have that mindset and become comfortable with charging into somebody swinging at you mm-hmm. because if, if you take a punch at me and, and, and step in and I take a step back defensively, I'm still in the exact same place that I was relative to you. So now you have a chance to punch at me again. But if I move into you and intercept your attack, I can nullify it before it gets to me and simultaneously attack you while I'm defending. So ideally that's what we aim to do.
0: And this is experience that can't happen just like punching a dummy. You've got to be engaged in, in an actual encounter with someone.
1: I mean, it's just like, you know, it's like when you learn how to drive, you can memorize the entire driver's ed handbook. You've watched your parents drive for 16 years, you know, but until you actually get behind the car and you learn how to operate that motor vehicle, you know, not just in theory, but how to feel it and become sensitive to the gas pedal, the brake pedal, how to turn the wheel. You, you, it's the experience that teaches you.
0: Right. What would you say that... um, some of your students have said is different about you and the way that you've instructed them?
1: Well, one of the things that I've, um, especially with, with my lineage is not the same with everybody, but with our lineage, um, it's, it's really demystified, um, as opposed to some other traditional martial arts. Um, everything is very presented the way we do it is very scientific very mathematical there's explanations for everything of why it works, and uh like I say, I have a more modern approach to training more like you would train a fighter as opposed to what you would see in some traditional uh you know martial arts schools, whatever the styles may be uh, because we're i mean I, I've got students from from, you know like elementary school to in their 60s
0: mm-hmm.
1: um yeah yes the 60 year old guy is not going to be a professional fighter but if somebody tries to you know steal his car in the parking lot he needs to be able to properly react to that situation if you you know you can't always run it's not running is not always an option so if you're there then this is what you do yeah so it's the the modern approach to the training is we take all the theoretical out of it Okay, you learn a technique now test it.
0: right, and that comes from probably training in a lot of different styles of martial arts that you're able to like anticipate how somebody might attack you in different ways, and you also have learned from various styles as well.
1: yeah, and like I say, I, I often uh, cross train with other styles, um, you know different practitioners who always good for meet up and exchange. Um, yeah. I've had my fair share of real fights, but I mean, it's just, uh, uh, a lot of times we would even bring people in from other styles. Like, mm-hmm. okay, this, this guy does Muay Thai. This guy does Taekwondo. He's going to try to kick you. You need to learn, deal with his attacks because that's different pressure than what you're going to get in class. And it's one thing that, uh, we, we always say a lot of traditional martial arts the problem that they have is we we call it uh, the wing chun incest you sit around and you do chi sao with all the people in your classroom and and you do you know your choreographed drills your your wing chun on wing chun drills and that's all fine and dandy until you get somebody that's doing a spinning back kick and he just broke your jaw and how did that even happen well, because you've never seen one of those before mm-hmm. or the, you know the 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 wrestler that as soon as you try to punch him he you know, you, now you're on the ground. How did that happen? Because you didn't train for that.
0: Right, right. Yeah, so um, that's really cool just that you've been able to take some of the best parts of all different types of styles of martial arts and incorporate them a little bit maybe into your own training.
1: Yeah, more more of a way of uh, not modifying the system, but teaching mm-hmm. people how, how to use what's in the system for different applications, um, I went into the Gracie Barra school, and I rolled their instructors on the ground with my cheese out. <laughs> it was just, everybody's like, Wing Chun doesn't have any ground game. Why not? Forward intent just means forward. It doesn't mean you have to be standing up.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know.
1: It's, so it's just a matter of training and application of what's already in the system.
0: What are some of the other myths that people have about? Um, Wing Chun.
1: Oh man, there's so many. There's you know, oh, it only has one punch, or all you guys do is just hop forward in a straight line, and I mean, it's just so much. And and if you actually go to some classes, you'll understand that the, these these myths come from people that have probably went to one or two classes. Now they got all hyped up, and then they went and got beat up, and then oh, that doesn't work. Because mm-hmm. you never you don't actually know what's in the system yet. That's just a very basic beginners. That all all you do is run forward and chain punch. No, that's that's like day one. <laughs> so as you're learning how to punch in a straight line, that's not that's not how it works. When you get through the system and you're actually learning how to fight with it.
0: Mhm. Mhm. What are some other things that people mistake about um, your art?
1: Um. Well, you know we hear other... Oh, it's just patty cake or uh, cheese salad doesn't work. Nobody fights like that. Um, it's just, uh, you know, a lot of misunderstanding from the outside lo- looking in. Uh, you know, sometimes you guys talk stop and be like, okay, well, let me show you. I'll show you how this applies.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, a lot of people are are a lot more receptive when you can actually show them something instead of just arguing back and forth about something. Right. Like, okay, well, show me what you're talking about and let me show you how to apply this
0: hmm I want to change um, topics for a minute now and just kind of explain a little bit how we were connected. You had some questions about D.Jow that we were answering. And so what? what's your experience with D.Jow and what are your favorite uses for it or some of your key formulas that you like?
1: So uh, as I told you, Wing Chun is a very Kind of the way we presented it is very scientific. Is very uh, down to earth, and I'm you know I'm a big science guy. I'm, so i I need an explanation for everything. I don't do the old oh, you know dragon wags his tail. What's this move do? I don't know. Just keep doing it. I'm not. That's not how we do things. So I was always uh, very skeptical of a lot of the you know the traditional Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we had a guy in class at one point and he was like, uh, uh, it's, it's just weird stuff, is weird homeopathic, sniff these herbs and you'll feel better. And it was just like, nah, I'm no, I'm not with that. <laughs> and then uh, so at one point um, I was at a nightclub downtown and I intervened when a woman was being assaulted. Mm. And this turned into an eight on one brawl. Unknowingly, I didn't realize that there was a large group of them when I engaged the guy. Um, at that point, it's (laughs) yeah, at that point, it's too late. (laughs) So, no, I I don't advise anybody to go out and try to whoop a group of guys. It's not really what (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. I didn't
1: know. I didn't know what I was signing up for when I got into that, but um, obviously, I finished it. Um, I, I guess you could say I won in the sense that. Um, all eight of them ended up going down and five oh. of them left five of them left in the ambulance. Oh um but I mean it, it wasn't great. like <laughs> yeah, well it wasn't like a Ip Man movie with a great, you know, choreography or anything. Trust me. I, I, I sustained quite a bit of damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um some broken ribs and uh I torn ligaments and meniscus in both my knees. Oh. Um I c I couldn't even barely walk. Um my seafood at the time, was like, come by the house, get some the job, and you know use it it'll help. I'll tell you to help. I mean, at that point, it was like the Vikings weren't cutting it, so uh, what do I got to lose? Mm-hmm. So I went I went and I got some from him, and I, I rubbed it on my knees, um, ribs, and it was it was like, man, it's it's amazing. it just the inflammation went away uh, you know, the, the, the pain subsided, I, I could actually walk around a little bit and I'm like, wow, it's just, it, it made a believer out of me right then. I was like, man, this some, some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it was like several years ago and I've been, you know, using it ever since religiously, I like guess, you know, that's pretty much what keeps me going. I, mean, I didn't have insurance at the time, so I never did get the corrective surgery on my knees. So it's been an ongoing thing that I've been, uh, dealing with. And, uh, you know the ribs healed fine, but the knees they didn't, and and did the, the jowls, was, <laughs> that's my my daily, my daily thing to keep me going.
0: Oh, awesome! And you use it in your um in your class as well with some of your students.
1: Oh yeah, every you know I I, I tell everybody that you know like hey you need to try this some hurts try this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know I got students I, I'll give some to or. Where you know they will get some and here try this. We'll exchange a little bit, and you know different seafoods from uh, different lineages. They have their own you know proprietary blend. will exchange out or even other styles. Be like you know they got their own kind of liniment, and you know. So I like to I like to try all that stuff out now that I kind of open my eyes to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, transitioning now a little bit to. Another part of your job that you do is making knives. Talk to us about your um, knife business. Your knife
1: business. So, yeah. So um, I am a bladesmith. I do uh, custom knives, swords, uh, pretty much any kind of edge weapon. I, not necessarily just weapons. I do kitchen knives. I do, you know, hunting knives. You know, fishing knives, Whatever you, kind of blade you need personally I get a lot of enjoyment out of you know my weapons mm-hmm. um I'm a you know it's 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 better to be prepared
0: right um, <laughs>
1: a lot a, a lot of people you know martial arts weapons they don't ever think about it until something happens mm-hmm. and then you know then then it's just too late like uh, I just got beat up I think I'll go take some classes you know i So uh, I'm all about being prepared, you know, self-defense weapons, everyday carry knives, that kind of thing. Although here in Texas, you can carry any kind of blade. So you can get a sword and walk around with it if that's your thing.
0: Wow. And where do people find find these knives? Like, can you purchase them online or do you have to live near you to get them?
1: So uh, it's BTG Custom Cutlery on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it's btg dot custom dot on Instagram. Okay, um, so, we could put
0: links to that on our show notes for people.
1: Uh, awesome. Yeah, that's, and you know, if, if I got something for sale you like, you can buy it. If not, I can make you know whatever custom order that they want. I've got some um, the Wing Chun Batang Dao swords that I've done. I got uh, some Jin swords that I'm working on right now. Uh, me and my my uh, business partner, Bastion. Uh, so what we do we just crank out blades.
0: Awesome. Maybe we can put you know a promotion on our site and direct people to where to buy them.
1: That that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah. And um, so are what's another way that people can get in touch with you if they have questions? Do you have any other um social media <sighs> social media handles you want to share?
1: Or um. Websites? So. So for, yes, so I've, I've, I've kind of, I try to keep everything um, compartmentalized to keep it down to a dull roar so I can p- pay attention to what's going on. So um, for the martial arts, for the Wing Chun, it's, it's Texas Wing Chun, it's T-E-X-A-S-W-I-N-G-T-S-U-N and it's at Texas Wing Chun on Instagram, it's Texas Wing Chun on Facebook. Um, and then I've got my other one for my music, which is uh, Bino 5150 on Instagram and Bino of Mo Thugs on Facebook.
0: Okay, awesome. I'm going to include all those links for our guests so that they can reach out to you or find out more about what you're up to.
1: That's awesome.
0: and we sure appreciate you having on our uh, um we sure appreciate you coming on our show because I know you're extremely busy and you've got a lot going on right now.
1: Uh, I appreciate you having me and I appreciate trying out your job. I like really like the bruise juice um when I'm working my my jong on the, in the wooden dummy it's a uh, I, I like to hit it kind of hard so the bruise juice works really good.
0: That's great, yeah. That's our um, most anti-inflammatory gel um, right there, and then oh, I think we, crazy. yeah, I think we sent you um, our top three: the Ho family, which is like the all-around gel, and then the Ancestors, which is more of the deep, penetrating, um, long-term, chronic injuries and iron palm gel.
1: And they, so. they all work very well, um, especially with this weather we've been having. Uh, you know, like the old man will tell you it's going to rain. I feel it in my bones. (laughs) uh, After there's knee injuries, I I do. I understand exactly what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, So anytime it gets cold or it's really humid, my knees get inflamed and the jowl really takes the fire out of it.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm so glad. And, hey, is there anything else that um, I didn't ask you that you wanted to share before we wrap up?
1: Um, I, I'm drawing a blank right now, but I'd, I'd really like to give a shout out to uh, my seafood, Bradford Walner, mm-hmm. um, and the Wing Chun and BJJ Academy, who oversees Texas Wing Chun. And of course, all of my, you know, my fellow Wing Chun practitioners, my real Jeet Kune organization, all, you know, uh, give, give a shout out to my people. Uh, everybody that keeps the wheels in motion.
0: Absolutely. That's great. Thank you so much. And you yes, have ma'am. a good rest of your night.
1: Yes, ma'am. Thank you.
0: Okay. And thank you to all of our listeners for joining us today. Be sure to visit us at plumdragonherbs.com for show notes, a transcript, and links to things we discussed today. Also, if you could just take a moment to hit the subscribe button, you'll be helping us spread the reach of this podcast to others who could really benefit from it. Our guests have amazing things to say on staying in the game.